Happy Monday, everyone. I hope you all had a great weekend. There was a lot of college football, uh, NFL, a lot of great games. And I just got to say that on my picks, I vowed to be better last week. I said Friday when I was making my college football and NFL picks, I said, we will improve. We will do better. And that is exactly what we did this weekend. Oh, we hit. Oh, if you listen to me, you're in a good spot. Oh, you're in a good spot. Why? My NFL picks so far stand at 13-2. and two. two incorrect ones this week so far, BNFL. I'll break down another winner tonight. Seattle, New York Giants, even college. College, after one of the worst picks weeks of my life in week four, I said week five will be better. What did I do? Ten, I made ten picks. Nine and one. Nine and one in both picks. Break those down as well. Ooh, that feels good. It feels good to hit a lot of winners. That's what we did. That's what we stay doing. Then, also talk about another NBA trade. Celtics counter. The Dame Lillard move. Pick up Drew Holiday. So let's get into it. Let's start with the NFL. And before I get into tonight's Monday night game, Seahawks-Giants, there's one game that I really want to talk about. And that's the Kansas City Chiefs, New York Jets Sunday night game last night. So, if again you're some sort of football fan or just a pop culture fan, Taylor Swift fan, you're invested in this game last night, Kansas City, New York Jets. It was a much hyped game because you knew Taylor Swift was going to be there. And she brought an entourage with her. She brought out the stars, the Sophie Turners, the Sabrina Carpenters, the Hugh Jackmans, Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively. It was an event up in her booth. But how were the Jets going to match the energy? Oh, is Aaron Rodgers back in the building? Aaron Rodgers and the flesh? And barely in crutches, not even in a walking boot? Three weeks after surgery? Looks good. Motivating factor there. I saw that, and I was close to picking my pick from the Chiefs to the Jets. I stayed, but I said, Jets are covering. And it was... A great game last night. Chiefs won 23-20, and early they had it going. It was 17-0 first quarter for the Chiefs. Everything was clicking their way. Um, And the Chiefs have a tendency to do that to you uh, because they're so good that they can hit you with a quick avalanche that, you know, takes you off guard. Uh, This game, to me, reminded me a couple years ago of the Chiefs-Bucks you know, in Tampa Bay, great defense for the Bucks. You know, you know, that's the game. Tyreek Hill had like 200 plus yards, and they were up, you know, 24 to three or zero or something like that. And the and the Bucks come all the way back with Tom Brady. They make it, I think, 27 24. They just didn't get a chance with the ball back to tie or win the game. And this, but their defense made adjustments in the second half. Well, to me, the defense made adjustments in the right after the first quarter, uh, second quarter. Safety on Jawan Taylor, who is the worst offensive tackle in the league. He had a couple of other false starts last night that weren't called. 
Uh, that man needs to exit the NFL, please, because he doesn't know how to do his job. If I did my job as poorly as Jawan Taylor did his job, I would have been fired years ago, years ago. Uh, but somehow this corporation still lets him play, make a ton of money for not knowing how to line up correctly, uh, you know, move correctly on a snap count when the ball's hiked. Uh, he is terrible. Terrible. Don't like to really call out players like that. I prefer calling out coaches. But Jawan Taylor, that dude is bad. Bad at his job. Doesn't get called like he should. Thankfully, the face mask got called. Uh, he did that. Then uh, that gets called. The Chiefs get the ball back. Uh, or actually, the Jets get the ball because of a safety. March down the field, get a field goal. Then Chiefs get the ball. Right away, first play, Patrick Mahomes throws an interception. One of the worst throws I've ever seen, just straight to the defense. Bad throw. Jets march down the field. A bunch of great throws uh, by Zach Wilson. A great pass to Uzoma on a trick play. Hits him for a touchdown at 17-12. This is good. Uh, you know, then the Jets get the ball back after a Chiefs field goal. It's 20-12, to and they're driving. And it's fourth and one at the Kansas City 34. The, Chief, uh, the Jets, to me, had so much momentum after the stop, the interception, their own touchdown. To me, it just felt like to go for it on the fourth and one. And sure enough, they march the field goal kicker out there. He misses the field goal. So to me, that was a big mistake. I would have gone for it because, again, the offense had momentum. They were picking up yards. So I would have been totally fine going uh, there right away. But then they get stopped. Patrick Mahomes, interception. Uh, C.J. Mosley, great coverage on Travis Kelsey. Halftime 2012, we're like, oh, okay. First drive of the second half. Methodical seven-play, 75-yard drive by Zach Wilson. Great engineered drive to Alan Lazard. They get the two-point conversion. Zach Wilson with a gutsy run. And then it's a defensive battle. couple three and outs, uh, different plays. The Chiefs then get a field goal on the drive, ensuing drive for the Jets. Bad fumble by Zach Wilson. Kind of takes his eyes off the snap. It's on him. He owned it. But you think seven and a half minutes left. Hey, maybe there is a chance um, that, you know, it, something could happen. Well, the refs build up the Chiefs here. So this one to me uh, was bad. There was a third and 23, and they let Patrick Mahomes scramble and get the first down, but there was a penalty on C.J. Mosley, so it would have been a first down anyways. You get them into a third and 20 again, and Patrick Mahomes throws his third interception. Uh, great play, but they call a defensive holding on Sauce Gardner. Robert Sala was incensed. Uh, Sauce was unhappy. As a viewer, I felt like I was robbed. Um, and to me, this was eerily similar, but somehow worse than the Super Bowl, very much like the Eagles in James Bradbury. Um, you know, James Bradbury had the holding that ended the game. Uh, there, 
And I just thought, wow, didn't like the call. Um, but a little more egregious than Sauce last night because the defender was switching and Sauce had his hand on him. But he like go right away. There was no impeding on the throw itself. So I didn't like that. I also didn't like the timing of the flag. And to me, and I was talking to a friend about this today, if a penalty happens and occurs as a ref and you view it, you have to throw that flag right away uh, once, once you see that penalty occur. So there's no doubt in any, anyone's mind. Instead, the penalty flag comes after the ball is intercepted. Um, that, to me, is the most sketch thing about this whole process. Um, if he would have thrown the flag before the interception, there would be no problem with it. But to throw the flag after the interception, to me, I have a huge problem with it. You're looking like, hey, you want to give the Chiefs a game in that end of the game there. So I didn't like that at all. Uh, just, I thought, terrible officiating there at the end. Robbed us of a moment. Again, we don't know what could have happened, but it was great. Uh, this, you know, bad finish, but, you know, to me, you can take a moral win away for the Jets because Zach Wilson played better than Patrick Mahomes last night. He did. Anybody who tells you otherwise uh, doesn't watch football. They're a Mahomes rider, Mahomes lover, or just a Zach Wilson hater. Because can I tell you this stat right here? Zach Wilson last night is the only opposing quarterback to have more passing yards, completions, touchdown passes, and few interceptions than Mahomes in any of the 127 games Mahomes has started in college or the NFL. Let me repeat that for you all, just so you have time to process this, get it in your head again. Again, this I'm not saying Tom Brady, not saying Joe Burrow, I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers, what other Josh Allen. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is the only opposing quarterback to have more passing yards, completions, touchdown passes, and fewer interceptions than Mahomes in any of the 127 games Mahomes has started in college in the NFL. His passer rating, 105 to Patrick Mahomes, 63. The completion percentage, again, better. The yards through for more. Two touchdowns, zero interceptions right there. He was better than Patrick Mahomes. He was outplayed. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was outplayed uh, by Patrick Mahomes. Again, eerily similar as well because uh, Jalen Hurts outplayed Patrick Mahomes. I thought in the Super Bowl uh, last year. Uh, Jalen Hurts, but made the one costly fumble. Uh, that's what what's his name did last night, Zach Wilson. But I did think, again, cleaner game by Zach Wilson. This was a great game. To me, this was a building block uh, for them. So, again, I just thought this was really good um, by, the, by the Jets. Uh, if they can keep this offense up, uh, I thought this Daniel Hackett was great. I thought, again, Zach Wilson sort of found his own. He went to his star wide receiver in Garrett Wilson. He was zipping at the offensive line. Their best job holding up against the pass protection. 
if they can play like that against a good Chiefs team, to me there's no way why, you know, some of those games I thought would flip their way. Why can't they beat the Broncos next week? They should be able to handle the Broncos. Uh, they were gifted a couple plays by Justin Fields yesterday. The Jets should be able to beat the Denver Broncos. They should be able to beat the New York Giants. They should be able to beat the Raiders. Um, I think the Dolphins at least once with their defense. The Falcons, the Texans, Commanders, the Browns, the Patriots, I think in a rematch they should be able to beat. So, yeah. This offense plays the way they did. It's not over now. It's not Aaron Rodgers. It's not Super Bowl bound or deep playoff run, but it's more winnable games than maybe we thought if Zach Wilson and this offense can keep up what they did last night. Just great performance, robbed by the referees yet again wearing red and yellow. But before I get into any more of yesterday's highlights, I do want to talk about tonight's game. And that is uh, the Seahawks and the New York football Giants. So a lot of people going with the Seahawks as they are the favorite. And I get it too because they New York Giants, Daniel Jones, 1-11 in primetime games. We've already seen them twice in primetime games. It looked abysmal. Uh, opening the Sunday night game, couldn't put up a point. Last Thursday night, absolutely embarrassed by the Niners. Uh, again, 1-11 primetime. Don't look good. Uh, Seahawks have also never lost a game at MetLife Stadium. Um, so things are looking good for the Seahawks. Again, two straight wins, scoring back-to-back 37 points. Um, here we go with this game. And to me, this is a close one because, again, my record is 13-2 and this week. I like this a lot. Uh, I do want to pick Seattle, but then again, I don't want to pick Seattle because I picked the Detroit Lions, so there's a little part of this to me. Uh, Jamal Adams is coming back for the uh, Seahawks, um, so we'll see. Uh, I believe the Seahawks are going to try to establish uh, running the football because New York, bad against a rush, uh, you know, giving up around 138 yards uh, a game. Not good. They rank 29th. Kenneth Walker, I think, can have a huge night um, for them. Uh, offensive line, not really great. Uh, Andrew Thomas, again, ruled out. Uh, I don't think the status of Saquon Barkley has been disclosed yet, too. I think if Saquon plays, that might push me the edge to pick the Giants. But if Saquon doesn't play, um, I'm rolling with the Seahawks. So I'm leaning towards the Seahawks. Now, again, Seahawks secondary hasn't been great like they were last year. Jamal Adams isn't going to help that because he's not an elite cover safety. Um, but I will pick Seattle to win tonight. Reluctantly, don't like it. Uh, but to me, that's that's the best outcome. The Giants just have been porous. Uh, maybe their streak will be broken. Uh, you know, the MetLife Stadium streak and Daniel Jones will finally win a primetime game. But he has been abysmal in those. Now let's talk some more about, again, let's go back to yesterday. Week two picks, or week four picks. So let's go over the two that I lost real quick. So the first one I lost, bad decision there. Tampa Bay, New Orleans. I picked New Orleans. Derek Carr to play. 
obviously limited, didn't look good. Tampa Bay dominated, even with Mike Evans going out with a hamstring uh, in kind of Lattimore history of the Saints um, beating them. Uh, that didn't happen, so very surprised that happened. Um, congratulations, Tampa Bay. Great win. Uh, they are in the driver's seat now for this division. Something I don't think a lot of people thought in the NFC South, uh, least of all me. But, hey, they're playing good. Uh, good football outside of a one wash against the Eagles. This has looked like a good team. Now my other loss. This one I'll elaborate on a bit more. That's the Cincinnati Bengals and the Tennessee Titans. I thought Cincy get the win, build on some Monday night momentum, and they did not. Uh, not good at all. Um, I think the pass uh, defense for a bit might be the only good thing picking off Ryan Tannehill. You know, they held him to a QBR 33. Um, but the rush defense was terrible. This has historically been, uh, the past couple of years, a defense that has handled Derrick Henry and kind of bottled him up. Yesterday, they let him run free. Run free, run wild, Derrick Henry. Oh, that's what he did. 22 carries, 122 yards. That's an average of five and a half yards per carry. Two of those will get you a first down each and every time. And he had a touchdown. He also threw for a touchdown. Derrick Henry could not be stopped yesterday. This was vintage Tennessee Titans of old. And and Cincinnati's defense was unprepared for it. Should have known they were going to run the ball heavily. And they did not. Don't like it. Joe Burrow, shaky. Doesn't throw the ball downfield. I don't think trusts the calf. Needs to throw it to Jamar Chase more. Look it. Last week, you targeted him, what, 15 times? Somewhere around there, had 12 catches. Buck 50. Yesterday, seven catches on nine targets, 73 yards. You got to give your stars the ball more. Make plays to me. Didn't like that one. Didn't like the game plan there uh, for the Tennessee Titans. Or, I mean, my bad, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Put themselves in a bad spot. Now, a lot of people are officially cutting them off, saying they're done. No chance. Uh, to me right now, again, if you had to put me on a lie detector test, I'd probably say Cincinnati Bengals are not winning the Super Bowl, my preseason pick. I'd switch it to the Buffalo Bills. But am I giving up hope on them yet? No. Again, like I said, they have two more winnable games. Uh, again, I was hoping for this winning streak to happen uh, in B4 and 2. Now, at best, it's 3-3. Three and three. Again, I think they can do it. They play the Cardinals. It's surprising how they're only three-point favorites in that game. And then they play the Seahawks. So 3-3, three and three, I think if you hit 3-3, three and three, you reset up a bye. It's still realistic for them to make a playoff run. Yes, there's difficult opponents, like I said, 49ers, Bills. But if they can finish... 10 and 6, 11 and 5. That to me is still a playoff win team. I think 10 and 6 is a minimum uh, you want to get to. I think they can do it, but I am concerned about this Bills team and Joe Burrow. Now, there's one game that I really want to talk about too. That's Miami Buffalo. Again, I've been high on Buffalo. I picked Buffalo to win this game. Marked them down. I said, Buffalo's taking this one. So I want everybody on national television to apologize for the Buffalo slander. Nick Wright uh, 
hating on Josh Allen. Stephen A. Smith, who I respect, saying Josh Allen is slipping on Friday. He said he's slipping out of elite quarterback territory. And Tua has surpassed him. And the conversation is now Mahomes and Burrow and Tua. That has to be one of the coldest takes. I don't get why people, again, this narrative about Josh Allen and Buffalo, but it's over. Again, Jim Nance made a great point on the broadcast if you watch this game yesterday, calling out all the detractors and people that said, to me, it doesn't make sense how they have a quarterback, wide receiver, players in their prime, and their window is closed. It makes no sense. And to me, Josh Allen was on display. And to me, again, I said, Josh Allen, he's better than Dolphins. Buffalo's been here before. They have done it before. Why are we anointing Miami as this team when they haven't done it yet? Buffalo has. You don't you don't anoint somebody something when they're still a champ. You have to first dethrone the champ. Yesterday was Miami's point to prove it and say, hey, we're for real. We're about to take a two-game spot up ahead of you. Did they do that? No. Buffalo was better in every facet of the game. Josh Allen, again, outplayed Tua. Tua looked lost, held on to the ball too long, threw a terrible interception right to the defense, ale married the receiver. Josh Allen had no such items. He had a perfect passer rating yesterday. You know that? 158.3. Can't get higher than that. He had a perfect passer rating. Almost a perfect QBR, too. He had it at 89. 320 yards completions. 21 for 25. Remains high on the completion percentage list. Four touchdowns. Zero interceptions. The run game. I'll give that to Buffalo because Devon Achen, Aiken, whatever his name is. Very good. Very good running back. Uh... They outran Buffalo, but outside of that, Stephon Diggs, best wide receiver on the field yesterday. Six receptions, 120. We know how good Tyreek is, Jalen Waddle, But this Buffalo defense was outstanding yesterday, holding this team, this prolific offense. I was reading about, is this the best offense? Could this be the best offense? I don't know about it. Only scored 20 points yesterday. Uh, didn't put up 400 yards total offense like the Bills did, so... Miami, not there yet. And to me, it just reminds me of that game last year. Devontae Adams, Patrick Sertan, Raiders, Broncos. Devontae absolutely cooks Patrick Sertan and says he's not there yet. Buffalo saying to Miami, you're not there yet. Everybody jumping on Miami a little too early. Now, you can stay on there. Uh, We don't want you to come back to Buffalo. But Buffalo is winning this division. There's a reason why. I switched my pick from the Jets to Buffalo after the Aaron Rodgers injury. I don't trust Miami. Tua can be healthy. I know now Tua can be healthy. He has limitations. He does. Now, he can give snarky comments back to reporters and media people. It's totally fine by him. I don't mind it. But he is not Josh Allen. Tua will never be the quarterback Josh Allen can. Josh Allen's too talented and too skilled. Uh, It has the intangibles and just other physical gifts that Tua doesn't have. So, yeah. Who's winning this division? 
the Buffalo Bills are winning this division. Are they make it, making it to the AFC Championship game? Well, with the way the Bengals are looking, yeah, looks like the Bills might just be back there. Great pass rush. Von Miller hasn't played yet. He's ramping up, and if he starts to play and they work Von Miller back in with a pass rush that already looks good without him, scary hours for opposing teams. Watch out, people. got to tell you that. Other NFL news. Atlanta-Jacksonville, first game in London this year, played by those two teams. Jacksonville got the win easily, 23-7. Desmond Ritter played terrible. Two interceptions, one pick six. Uh, didn't look good, didn't look clean. Uh, bad day by Atlanta, Jacksonville. Big win there for them to get to 2-2. Two and two. Now they play Buffalo in London next week. They get to stay in London, so we don't have to readjust. So, again, early upset prediction, Jacksonville over Buffalo. I'll see if that holds. But right now, I like that as an upset next week in London. My bad, in London. Next, Denver, Chicago. I picked Denver to win this one, and they scared me. So, Chicago. 0-4, 0-4, Denver, 0-4. Uh, Denver gets an early touchdown. Then four straight touchdowns by the Bears in succession. It's already like 28-7, to and I think, wow, Broncos are bad. Justin Fields is having one of his best games. And in the third quarter, fourth quarter, Bears give it all away. Don't help out Justin Fields at all. The defense absolutely melts down. Uh, Back-to-back touchdown possessions for Denver. Justin Fields and fumbles, scoops and score. They move the ball down the field. They like to not kick the field goal, go for it. Broncos then uh, get the field goal on the next drive and end up winning the game because Justin Fields throws a late pick. So just, again, bad, uh, bad, bad, bad uh, by the – Chicago managing the game late, a game they could have won, should have won, and they ended up not winning. Another one, Baltimore-Cleveland. This one was aided with Deshaun Watson being out. Baltimore got an easy win, Uh, so congratulations to them picking up a win. They were the underdog. Uh, That's another one that cashed right there. So now they play the Steelers, and we'll see if the Steelers make changes because speaking of Pittsburgh – Offensively, they were terrible. Mike Tomlin says he wants to make changes. Does that mean firing Matt Canada, the worst offensive coordinator in the league? Who knows? Kenny Pickett got injured, though. We'll wait and see the severity of that. But C.J. Stroud, Houston, looks like a much better team than Pittsburgh. Washington, Philadelphia. Philadelphia survived the scare in overtime. Won the game. Uh... Commanders got a touchdown with triple zero on the clock. What do you do? You have to go for it. You have to say, hey, who knows what happens. Philadelphia could play as tight, but you've got to go for the win. If you're the Commanders, you've got to have a gutsy call and say, hey, we're going for this run. But Rivera said, hey, the offense was gassed. Well, what about the defense? The defense looked gassed, and you were able to march down and get the touchdown. Why not go for two and just try it out? 
What's the worst that could happen? You'll lose the game because that was the outcome of the game already. Rams, Colts, another one went to overtime. Rams early 23-0 lead. What happens? Well, flip the script. 23 unanswered points by the Colts. We go to overtime, but Puka Nakua, again, sensational rookie wide receiver, delivered yesterday. He was fantastic. I thought Anthony Richardson, again, played a great game. Uh, Really excited to see that quarterback continue to develop. Chargers Vegas. Chargers won. That's all you need to know. New England Dallas. Dallas absolutely throttled Mac Jones and the Patriots score 38-3. to Now, again, I thought this one would actually be closer. I thought the Patriots would cover. Dallas would win. Uh, incorrect there. I mean, Mac Jones looked terrible. Two uh, interceptions, I believe it was two pick sixes. Um, and he had the, the scoop and score as well, so he was just bad uh, from a jump. In Arizona, San Francisco, San Francisco won. Uh, Christian McCaffrey broke. Jerry Rice's record of 12 consecutive touchdowns. He is now sole possession at first place with 13. He found the end zone four times. Sensational. Looking like an MVP candidate. That is how good he is. So lastly, let's talk about the NBA. Last week, major Damian Lillard trade to the Milwaukee Bucks. I said they are the title favorites. I said Bucks and Six. I don't care who they face. You know, today is media day. But yesterday, big, big trade. So, what happened? Drew Holiday got traded for, or to the Boston Celtics for Robert Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, and I believe a first round pick. And pick swap. To me, it is a two-team race here in the East. I mean, Celtics got really good. Again, they got rid of Marcus Smart in the offseason. Can I get Chris Tapps Porzingis? So they went offensive, lost some perimeter defense there uh, with a guard. They just upgraded that. To me, I think Drew Holiday's a better uh, defensive player than Marcus Smart, even though Marcus Smart has a defensive player of the year. And I think, again, Drew, I don't think, I know, Jalen Drew Holiday has much better and higher offensive upside than Marcus Smart, better offensive player. So you pair that with Jalen Brown, Porzingis, Jason Tatum. That core four right there, that is their best core four. You add in maybe Al Horford starts, that's really good. Your bench player, Derek White, or you flip off a two, that's the best top six in the league. I mean, just great talent um, right there. I mean, just really good. And then, again, you have the Bucks there. I mean, you lose Robert Williams and Malcolm Brogdon, but Drew Holiday to me is an upgrade over both the guards you lost, Marcus Smart and uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Chris Stabbs offensively better than Robert Williams in defense, so you kind of reshuffled this, but just a great fit. Now, Jimmy Butler says he predicts a Heat title. They're going to beat Dame and Giannis on route to a title, all this. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, You know, 
you had a great run last year and the year before and two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was. You had two good runs. You, you're not doing it this year. I'm I'm sorry, uh, Jimmy, but you're not winning a title with Bam and Kyle Lowry and what's his name? Tyler Hero, you lost. Gabe Benson. You're not winning a title. There's two stacked teams in the East. Now, do I believe you can upset the Sixers, get two V-Semis? Of course. But to reach the conference finals, to beat in the semis, either the Bucks or the Celtics, that ain't happening again. You got lucky last year with the Giannis injury. I still believe if Giannis wasn't injured, this series, that series would have at least gone seven. But now with Dame Bear, a real closer, it, it's over now. And the Celtics uh, withdrew uh, in the perimeter defense and the offense now if the uh, post to beat Bam. These are two teams much better than the Heat this year. So I think it's a great trade for the Celtics. Uh, they acknowledge that, hey, we need to make a move to counter um, the Bucks move, and it was the best counter move you could make. So I got to give them props for that good trade there um, by them. Got to, again, give them credit. Now my college football picks. Nine and one. Nine and one. Again, so proud of myself. I hit on James Madison, the favorite. Texas A&M as well. Kentucky, a lot of people rolling with Florida over Kentucky. I said... Hey, Florida barely beat Charlotte. Kentucky, again, is rolling at home. I like it. Clemson ain't losing that. USF ain't losing. Memphis, great comeback win. But one I got incorrect. But one I picked wrong. LSU, Ole Miss. I picked LSU. Ole Miss won 55-49. This, to me, was better than uh, the Colorado State-Colorado game, which I had claimed the game of the year. This one was game of the year. This was truly great because Ole Miss got out to this lead 21-7 first quarter. Um, I thought, oh, wow, this is for real. LSU answers. It's 31-28 halftime. And LSU sort of then takes command um, there and makes it 42-34 LSU. And eventually 49-40 LSU with eight minutes left. And I thought, hey, LSU got this, but Ole Miss scores a touchdown, uh, and then they get the ball back with 39 seconds and score another touchdown. And LSU gets the ball back, and they can't do anything. But this offensively was such a great game. Fireworks everywhere. Ole Miss had 706 total yards. LSU had 637 total yards. It was, again, a high offensive output. It was fun to watch. Ole Miss got the win. Congratulations to them. They messed up my 10-0. Never happened to me to be 10-0. 9-1 is the best uh, that I had, and they got 9-1. So, again, uh, good for them. Uh, They got it. Troy won. Notre Dame won near the end there, 21-14. Uh, looked early like Notre Dame was in control, 10-0 lead, 13-0. Then Duke scores two touchdowns. Their defense really sharpens up, and I thought, wow, this is like a rerun of last week where Notre Dame just can't get it done, and they did. 
Great drive by Sam Hartman of the Notre Dame Irish. Uh, Audric Estime, great running back. Played great yesterday. Had the 30-yard uh, touchdown run there at the end. Um, great win uh, by Notre Dame. And then lastly, West Virginia held on for the win to beat TCU. Uh, a couple block field goals there. Just, again, really good. So this has been unbothered. I'm rolling with the Seahawks unless there's some positive news on Saquon. Who do you got tonight? Seattle or Giants? Let's win. Let's get to 14-2 and two this week. Bye, everybody.